first time. I've, I've never heard that. I don't know if that's reflection of my age or uh, what, but uh, I figured I'd comment on it. It's on your shit. It's on your. It's on your radio. So that'll yes, get him woken is. up this morning a little bit, anyway, Rusty. Yes, Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Rocky Football. Um, I. I I don't know what you want to do for you. Want to break down the scrimmage last night? Sure, first? that'd yeah. be a good thing to do because I uh, yeah. really the first time playing. I mean, you've had the controlled things going on, but I don't even remember if they were most of them full pads. This is really the first time you're yeah. playing real football. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So we traveled up to South Bend Adams uh, School Field. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful facility. Um, they got turf up there now, and um, and we. Uh, Locked horns with um, Laporte and South Bend Adams. Two two really good good teams, good programs, good coaches, good 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 kids, good athletes. Um, they played hard. Um, so we we had lesser plays uh, because of the format, and right. it's still controlled. Right. And they call that a controlled scrimmage. But the difference between that and something we did in the summer was it's full pads last night's live and. Uh, it's not the quick whistles, and you finally get to bring somebody to the ground, really, for the first time. So, um, from that standpoint, it was really good. I thought uh, the format was good. I, I, uh, you know, I, I, I think it was it, it it was quick, but I think it was good for the fans too because they've got you know three teams there, and and um, you know you got different different styles of offenses going at one another, and and uh, I think it's a little bit more entertaining than. Um, Sometimes those scrimmages can get kind of long, and yeah. um, you know, it gave us a chance to put every kid in, and uh, I think that was some of their goals as well. Is that you know those guys didn't bring as many freshmen as we did, um, but uh, you know, I thought overall our it was a good experience for our kids, good experience for our staff, good experience of you know getting on the road as a as a team and a program and. Um, you know, we brought everybody up, we brought everybody back, so we're good there. <laughs> nobody missed the bus nope, home, I Nobody think. missed the bus home. Um, I mentioned bringing people to the ground, and that's one of the things that, um, when I was talking to the other coaches in the area, the, the thing they wanted to see last night is, uh, can we tackle? Yeah. Because they haven't. And right. and that was the one thing they wanted to look at is, can our guys tackle? Because you don't know at that point. Right. Uh, and other than us trying to, to tackle Adam's quarterback when they were in, in, in an empty set, uh, we tackled really well. Um, so it was good to see. Um, but – you know, if you if you went to the game, it would have been you know like holy cow, you know. And Adams was in five wides and 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 a single quarterback back there, and and uh, we we got to him pretty much every time because we were bringing more than they could block, but we were not not tackling them in the backfield one on one. So uh, it's we have really good film. We have really good film from last night. The kids are coming in here in about uh, fifty minutes and and uh, going to lift and run and. And we'll have some film for the first time. So just getting into that Saturday routine after a, uh, a Friday game for the older guys. I mean, the younger guys would be getting ready to play a, a JV game at this time or getting on a bus to go play. But everybody else will be in the routine that we're going to have this morning. So, you know, it's just that process of, you know, I think it, it, it sounded like a broken record to our students, you know, my kids. You know, it's 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 good to get back into routines and 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 form some better habits than what we've had after having, you know, eight weeks off in the summer. So, um, 
yeah, it's it was good from that standpoint of um, you know nobody got hurt. Um, uh, you know, we have good film to watch. So it was it was good. Our kids, you know, for the most part, um, I thought we competed pretty well. Offensively, we were uh, a little disappointed in some of the guys. Um, but that's what Saturday mornings are for. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a game. You know, it wasn't – we didn't uh, – we didn't, we, we didn't get beat last night. So, you know, that's – hopefully that's the way they took it too. I think the kids were, you know, I think they were ready to play. I think they were excited that school got started and they could start to get back into routines too. Talk about that for a second too because it seems to me like the routine um, – every sport, every athlete has a routine. But for some reason it seems to be a lot more important in football. Am I right there? Well, uh, I think uh, – I, mean, I can't comment on, on running. I mean, the only other coach uh, – I was a head coach of track for about 18 years. But, um, you know, I think a routine for us is uh, – you know, our, our schedule is set. So we play every Friday night. So that routine becomes here's what we're doing on Saturday morning. Here's what we're doing on Monday. I mean – uh, it's scouting reports certain times. It's it's um, you know they're getting their conditioning and lifting in during class. So um, yeah, it becomes a distinct routine, and um, you want them to get off to a good start with it uh, because you know we're you know at the beginning of the season. I mean we'll we'll still hit them on on Monday and Tuesday uh, early, and then it'll get to we don't hit them on Monday. We condition them more on Monday, and then. We hit more on Tuesday, Wednesday, and, you know, we back off from the hitting if we're a team that doesn't need to hit. But if we're still not tackling well and we're not physical in games, then we might as well try to do our job and teach them how to be a little bit more physical during the week. But every team is different. And, um, you know, this one certainly will be one where, uh, I I mean, we've had them for a long time, but um, still have question marks. How much, and, and I don't want to dwell on the COVID thing, but, you know, last year you didn't get a preseason. I mean, literally. Yeah. And I don't think people understand how much happens. I'm not talking about everyday practice, in it, but there are some, some very key single moments that happen over the course of that preseason from your point of view and then as a team point of view. Um are you seeing a difference this year now that you've been able to do those things in the summertime? Oh my gosh, yes! Why? <laughs> it's a it's complete complete one eighty. Yeah, no, it's uh, and again going back to school, just seeing kids' faces and even seeing kids' faces this year that I had all of last year say hi to me in the hallway or I've got to do a double take because I've, I've never right. I've never seen them without a mask. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, it's 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 a world of difference. Now, I know one spot you guys really look at is that senior trip, mm-hmm. as as maybe the most most important part of your summer. And you did get to do that this year. We did, and it was extremely, uh, it was very rewarding, um, from my from my vantage point. Uh, I you get to know the kids uh, way 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 more in depth, and uh, you know there's no electronics, there's no, it's not football, it's it's you know, 14 seniors and three coaches going up and camping, right? eating and tent camping and, and having fun and playing cornhole and spike ball and uh, not sleeping much. And, and uh, so, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was very rewarding to, to hear the stories. And, 
you know, n- not getting into too much detail, but really just getting to know them because it's an environment where you're away. Uh, it's, it's you're by yourself. Our, our, our camping site is, is really, really good and conducive to the kids feeling secure and, and safe uh, where they can just talk, you know, around a big campfire. It's really, really dark up there at night. And uh, so I, you know, that's been very rewarding for me just to get the kid, just to get to know them more than as a player. Right. And, uh, you know, hopefully down the line, it, 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 it has its benefits, you know, and when your things are getting tough, like any relationship, if you've got some trust, um, you know, they, they'll, they'll, they'll do more for you or they'll do more for each other. Not, not, not for me, but they'll, they'll do more for one another. So, yeah, they put themselves out there a little bit and uh, get uncomfortable sometimes in, in, in a couple of conversations. But um, I think it's really good. Um, sometimes it's emotional. We certainly laugh a lot. We eat a lot uh, of, of campfire stuff over can, you know cast iron. So uh, it's good. Yeah, it was a great trip. It, it really was. And, and Mike and Coach Kirstner and, and uh, Ted Brown went with me again. So it was it was awesome. Now, you get to play football last night, and, you know, you've seen them over the course of, of the time you've been allowed to have with them over the summer. Um, who's ahead right now, defense or offense? Because, you know, you have that, that – until everybody gets into yeah. the year, you have one that is a little bit ahead. Who would who would you assess at this point? Uh, you know, it's – um Great question, not one I really want to answer. But, uh, I would have said, I would have said honestly, going into the scrimmage last night, that our offense was ahead of our defense. But there's no doubt our defense played, performed much better last night. Um, and you know, there's some reasons why. But uh, you know, we're to the point now where you know we we did we had 11 scrimmages this summer um, where. We had three, but we played saw eleven different teams, and and um, you know part of the reason why you don't have success in those, however you wanted to define success in a summer scrimmage, uh, was that you know we didn't know the scheme, we didn't prepare for these teams, and we right. saw lots yeah. of different schemes on offense and defense uh, this summer. Um, we had seen Adams, uh, and we've seen the type of offense that Laporte ran, so. You know, you can't make excuses that you didn't know what what you were going to see. And and at this point, you know, the big thing, the big word last night was compete. We just wanted the kids to compete. And um, you can see competitive kids, and, and, and you can see that. I mean, there's effort there. I mean, they're locked in. Um, and I was a little disappointed in some of our guys' performance in that last night. Um so and 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 there's really no excuse. There's, 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 you know, they knew it was coming. It wasn't like, hey, hey, we're gonna just jump on the bus after school, you know. And but uh, no, they knew it was coming. And and uh, so we had some, we we got we got kind of manhandled up front offensively against Adams. That was the biggest uh, disappointing thing. So, uh, but again, it's it's prior to week one, and there are things that we we uh, we certainly can do better as coaches to coach the kids up. Um, but uh, the effort needs to be there and the ability to compete, you know. And we talk a lot about that, about learning to deal with failure and, and how, do we, how do we handle things that, that in, in our football program that don't, that don't go well uh, so that we learn 
from it. And as we, we know, as right, you get yeah. older, um, you know, it's, uh, we're going to deal with a lot of setbacks. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think the, 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 the defense is ahead of the offense after that performance last night, but I think our offense can, can, uh, quickly shore some of those things up just by, you know, a little bit more effort. Now, uh, since defense, let's start with the, the good news. Uh, you like the defense. What, what about it in particular were you, were you happy with? Um, we tackled well and we played fast and we played with, um, really great confidence. Um, We've, we've been through a couple of different fronts um, this summer. We've kind of settled in on one right now. But our, our defense is going to be, if you talk to anybody that's in charge of any defense at any level from high school on up to, to playing on Sundays, it, you, you're going to run a multiple defense because you just see so many right. different types of formations and, and schemes offensively now with – the quarterbacks that can are dual threat guys and the, the, the no backs in the backfield. And then, you know, when we get ready for week two against Kokomo, it's going to be a totally different type of scheme. And week three is option football. So it's a multiple defense, but I, I liked, I mean, I just turned, you know, clicked on the film and, and, uh, and watched it early this morning. And I mean, our, our kids looked the part and I, I, you know, when you when you look at a defense and you see kids that are locked in, like their stances are perfect and their their knees are bent and their eyes are forward and they got low pads and they play at that level out of their stance and they don't take false steps, you know you got a chance. And I saw that last night. Um, our kids got off the ball pretty well, and I thought we got off of blocks pretty well. Uh, we ran to the ball very well last night. Again, the – you know, Adams just, they just, you know, they had not run any empty when we scrimmaged them. And Antoine told me that they were going to run some empty, but I'm, I'm not going to prepare for a scrimmage as sure. far as that goes yeah. schematically. But um, so that was in their favor. And we looked, you know, we, we, we he, their quarterback made some of our guys look a little silly because in, in open space, it's a defensive lineman or a, a, an inside linebacker trying to, you know, catch this guy that's pretty quick right. so uh, they got away from us a couple times that way uh other than that i thought our our varsity kids defensively were were very sound um they played with confidence and we ran to the ball well we looked like we we had some good speed i know uh, explain this to me because i i think you have before and i don't i know you played around with three men front a yeah. little bit in yep. the in the summertime and and i decided to go back to a four i believe right what is the difference between the two i mean talk about it all the time and i don't i don't really yeah. understand why and and uh and we'll bounce out of both i mean we'll right. get back the, the three-man front is still in what we'll do and it's actually called our base defense but um the difference is this: is that you know, first of all, you take you're, you're not covered the center, you're not covering the center in a four man front. You can, but typically an even front, you don't cover the center. So in a three man front, you you got a guy in the center. That's a big difference for the center. And uh, and then you've got two wide guys. You got two ends that are playing uh, uh, up front. So there's, and then you have more perimeter and defensive uh, passing a passing right. defense yeah. than than you would because you got more guys that you can put in into zone so you know honestly the first time we ran a three-man front was years ago against concord uh when they had the, the sierra boys and and mead and and, and marion and all those guys where 
I just put it in as a as a prevent defense. I literally just took out a big guy and brought in another secondary guy where people would have called that like a nickel back right. in the day. Yeah. And uh, our kids really played it well, and we didn't have to change the way we coached our linebackers. So because a 3-4 and our four-man front, right, there's still the same number of linebackers. So the teaching is, is not – any different for anybody as far as the linebacking court go. And those guys are really important to you. So uh, it's really a pass defense, but it can be a very good run defense as well. You know, we ran a 3-4 for years. Um, and then you, you, to run a 3-4, you've got to have some really, really good guys up front. Because uh, right. it's three on five, and, and they get exhausted. So you got to have three guys that obviously play start the game, but you got to have – you got to have two to three more at least, uh, at least two. Uh, three would be great that can sub in because they're getting double teamed most of the time. So, and when you run a three-four against a running team, your 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 inside linebackers they better be they better be pretty good. So, um, you know, we started in a three-man front, and uh, we just know that we we've had some injuries. Um, so our back end became uh, our DNA became. You know, we just didn't have as many guys back there. So we thought we'd play with one free safety and bring in some more DNA up front. Um, and, and we learned some things about some of our guys. And so anyway, the four-man front right now is what we're playing. It's what we'll play week one. But we may you may not see it again until, gosh, until we play what we'll see. Right. I mean, it's, you know, it's pound, 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 week two, three, <laughs> week four, week five. So – uh, you know, it's it's going to be probably a five and six man front for you know after right. that. So, how many guys you have back on your defensive side? Uh, gosh, um, let's see. Popey's back up front. Uh, you know, in, Hooley's back at linebacker. Deerfield's back at outside linebacker. And you got Sheely and Devonte. Uh, five starters. Uh, but we've added, you know, we had, we, we had a great, you know, we, we got a transfer kid came in who was, yeah. who was a minute man. And uh, Joey Garcia is a guy that you're going to talk a lot about on the radio. I was going to bring him up because I saw him in the scrimmage. Yeah. And he, well, you made the comment, he could be a difference maker. Oh, yeah. You watch him play and you see that instantly. Oh, he yeah. definitely is a dis- difference maker. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's a really powerful, explosive uh, and I, I'll use the word tenacious. Like he does not, he's dripping sweat after every practice or in the weight room. And he's, he's a hard, hard worker. Uh, he's a tough kid. He's an extremely likable kid. He's got, he got the respect of the kids right away. Uh, he's, he's nice. I mean, he's right. a nice, kind kid. He's polite and, uh, he will get after you. Uh, <laughs> and I remember when coach Kaler from Concord, he texted me and he said, Hey, you're going to get one of our kids and you're going to like this kid. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> so, but it didn't take me long. I mean, he, he, he moved in at the beginning of last year and, uh, you know, it didn't work out for him to play in the fall, but he wrestled in the winter. And, uh, but he's, yeah, he's, he's a, he's a really good player for us. He's a, he is a difference maker. So having him up front uh, really helped, and we got some young guys that have done well. I mean, uh, David Sills has done well at defensive end; he's a starter. And now that we're in the four-man front, Chris Johnson, who's also a sophomore, he's 
he's starting at uh tackle so um yeah those those guys have uh they they've done well and um you know Sheely and deerfield just are two guys that are um you know nate's played a ton of offense and defense and pound for pound arguably our toughest kid right. um and Sheely's a big strong guy you know so he'll play split end and those guys that's that's the problem that i guess problem but that's what we're facing right now is just finding some depth because uh, probably have more guys playing on both sides of the ball than we've had in a while, week one. You've got some injuries right now right. that are also adding to that, that, uh, you know, that are kind of causing us some issues as far as that goes depth-wise. So, um, and then I, I, Devontae. I, oh, oh by, yeah. by the way, our <laughs> most explosive player, he's back. <laughs> so he's playing safety. He played corner a lot last year. I think he had four or five picks last year as a corner. Uh, and he's our he's the guy we want to get the ball to on offense as well. So he's I'm really glad 13's back. He's he's a heck of a player. He's a great competitor. Uh, he flies around the ball. He works he works really hard in practice. Uh, yeah, Devonte. Yeah, you're gonna get your Garcias mixed up. You got Joey and Devonte, and you're gonna have to say many times they're not related. They're not brothers. They're not cousins. But they both are very good. Yeah. Know that we'll get them mixed up either because yeah. Joey is a man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a little physical difference between yeah. the two. Of them Twenty-two too. is pretty thick. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's a big, strong guy. Yeah, he's you know besides Quintana, I mean he's a you know Quintana's a 500 pound squatter. So's so's Joey, and Joey's real explosive on the on the cleans, bringing the bar off the ground to your shoulders. I mean he's really explosive. He does backflips, man. I mean he'll. <laughs> He'll go out and do a, a, a back handspring. I mean, he, he yeah. he's he's very very explosive, and uh, and so's the other Garcia. I mean, oh, Devonte kind of is. Uh, I'm really glad he's back. I mean, he's he's a difference maker. Yeah, you know, we lose that kid, and we're we're uh, we're changing offenses. That's what we'll do. <laughs> uh, he's he's really good. Uh, he's he's really good. He's a, he, and, you know the thing about Devonte is this. Uh, he is a heck of a competitor. I mean, he's just not going to back down from anyone. He just doesn't. And uh, he'll get after you. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's a good player, man. When the ball's in the air, he, he, he goes and gets it on either side. Um, and uh, really good tackler. I mean, he'll be our punt returner. He'll be our kick returner. I mean, he's the guy we want to get the ball to in space because he's really good. How about uh, the things you weren't happy with defensively? I mean, what are, what are you looking? What are you going to be talking about this morning? I guess is my question. Honestly, yeah, not much. We we didn't tackle the guy because the word was compete, and we competed yeah. on defense. We did not compete on offense uh, last night. Um, we just didn't, and so. Yeah, I mean, we I mean we had we played a lot of younger kids last night, so right. uh, you know they got out of place, and there's plenty to talk to to younger kids about. But the the, the starting eleven defensively last night, no, we played we played really well. We we uh, and we were out, I and mean, we had three, one, two, three starters that weren't playing. You know, um, Michael Norris, who moved to middle linebacker too. He's playing he's playing guard, and we moved him to inside linebacker, and he. He was really solid last night. Seth Mills is a two-way guy. That's a senior. He started at corner last night and split end like he did last year at split end. Um, and then Sean Janda started. At, he's a new. He's a newbie for us. He's a junior, big, tall kid. He can run. Great skateboarder. Yeah. Uh, tried to track down some of those guys. 
You know, Rundle was a skateboarder, so yeah. I, I'm thinking we got to go to the skate park to find some athletes. <laughs> we found one in Sean Janda. I don't uh, think people understand the athletic talent it takes to do that. I, it's, you know, you you, you got to be really athletic. It's, it's coming across as sarcastic, but there's a lot of truth to me hanging out at the skate park. Man, let me tell you, uh, they're they're just you know, if I could if I could have a Seth Rundle every year, we would be okay and. And Devontae is the closest thing to him. I mean, that's that's Devontae. But uh, I don't know. if Devontae, I think Devontae used to ride a skate. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. But uh, <laughs> I bet he could if he didn't. I'm sure. Uh, but um, well, you had those guys you used to, you know, hitting their head on the cement every uh, now and then, too. So, yeah. you know, they're used to taking a hit. They are. And they don't wear helmets. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> those guys aren't putting helmets on at the skate park. I think it's a rule. <laughs> don't you dare wear a helmet in a skate park. But, um yeah, so Janda played, and so you know Janda and Mills, um, you know, going into the if we you know week one, I, I don't think they'll be starters at corner. They might. Just depends on the couple guys that we got that aren't that are dinged up that have have really done well, and that's you know Bowering and Barrera. Those guys uh, got some ankle issues and have for a couple weeks, and um, you know our, our trainers really trying to get them healthy, but. Right now, so those two guys, they didn't, you know, they they played well. Janda played really well, you know, and I hope he's a guy that can play for us on right. Fridays. You know, I know Seth can play any position on the back end. Seth can play safety. Seth can play outside linebacker. I mean, Seth was Seth, Seth has had a good summer. I mean, he's 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 really solid. Seth Mills. Why don't we take a quick break and we will come back. We'll talk about the offensive side of the ball. Okay. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back at Saturday morning coaches corner. Michiana Insurance, 818 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth, is an independent insurance agent that can offer you the right coverage with that personal touch you would expect from your neighborhood insurance agent. All types of insurance are offered from automobile, business and commercial, recreational vehicles, homeowners, bonds, life, motorcycles, farm, and even watercraft and boats. Call today. 574-936-2700 and receive the right price for the right service. Michiana Insurance in Plymouth. McCullough Real Estate is a family-owned and operated real estate office in Plymouth since 1978. Whether you're looking to buy your forever home or selling residential or commercial property, McCullough Real Estate is the real estate company for you. McCullough Real Estate offers professional and courteous service and can handle all of your real estate needs. McCullough Real Estate is located at 1509 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth or can be reached by calling 936-9797. That's McCullough Real Estate, 936-9797. They're coming. The All-Star Circuit of Champions coming back for their first and only trip to Plymouth Motor Speedway, Saturday, August 21st. These ground-pounding 410 sprint cars are the fastest, mind-blowing favorites and sure to have the fans in the stands on their beat. The winner takes home $6,000. Along with the All-Stars will be the Plymouth Speedway Thunderstocks. Pits open at 2 p.m., grandstands at 4, racing at 7. It's one of the biggest nights of racing at Plymouth Motor Speedway be sure to be there. Imagine there's a notepad in front of you. If you were to write down a single word that described your relationship with your family doctor, what would it be? How about this one? Confidence. Nothing's more important than having confidence in your doctor. And confidence is what the doctors in St. Joseph Physician Network inspire. 
It begins with knowledge and experience. Our physicians have received the highest level of medical education and demonstrated their excellence through residencies at prestigious healthcare facilities. But great doctors are also people with a genuine understanding of what their patients are going through, communicating frequently, openly, sincerely. Real people who care about the communities they serve and always have their patients' interests at heart. The more you know about St. Joseph Network Physicians, the more you'll feel that confidence. So we invite you to learn more by visiting stjoedocs.com, stjoedocs.com. Write that down, right next to the word confidence. This is your Saturday morning Coach's Corner with Rusty Nixon. And now it's time to get back to Rusty and his guests. Back with uh, Plymouth head football coach John Barron. Um, we talk defense. Let's talk offense. Um, and I'm kind of surprised because the times, the couple of times I've seen you guys uh, during the summer, uh, I was pleasantly surprised with your offense. I looked. To, I thought they looked pretty sharp. They looked like they wanted knew what they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, some growing pains or or what are you looking at? I don't know. I mean. Let's face it. When you talk about offense, you talk about quarterback. Yeah. Right? Everybody talks about the quarterback, right. and I, I, Lennon Kriegbaum is our quarterback, and there's there's no other option. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, he's got to stay healthy, and and uh, Lennon has had a, a great summer for us, and he's he is physically capable. Like he is a big, strong kid. He can run. He's got a strong arm. Um. But you can't coach experience. I mean, his yeah. only time of being a starting quarterback was the debacle at Northridge last year, which wasn't his fault. He was thrown into just a circus of a week for Plymouth high school football that yeah. week. So uh, with the suspensions and all that crap. But we, uh, so he was kind of thrown into it that week. And and uh, but he's had a really good summer. I mean, and Lenny Lenny can run and Lenny can throw. Um, so you know, you look at. Uh, I mean, now Lennon was running for his life last night, and uh, it was embarrassing at times. Honestly, we we were just just a really big time lack of effort up front um, by a lot of kids. Now, not not all of them. Uh, you know, I we we had a new center in last night. Galt uh, Tanner Galt played last night at center and started for us, and I thought he did a, a really good job. Uh, when Tanner got beat last night, he at least held him. Yeah, well, there you I'm go. I'm telling you right there now, man. I mean, there's some fight in that boy. <laughs> I, I I like it. I uh, really like what he did up front. Um, you know, Christian Quintana is not a part of this conversation because every time he needed to block somebody, he did. Now, the other guys and the guys that we rotated in, pretty disappointed. I mean, honestly, uh, we just didn't give effort. Like, we just literally let people go right past us and watch our quarterback get hammered and that's not that's not it's not acceptable because we're very capable as you said we've had a lot of success this summer um but we didn't we didn't carry out fakes well from our running back like it just it, it just did not flow and all that stuff just puts a big zero on our quarterback uh and we need to help that guy out we need we need right. to protect him there's a reason why quarterbacks make, make all the money in the <laughs> NFL and uh they're the, and, and in college now is what they're doing yeah but, they're kind of important, so we need to protect them. And uh, they'll get the message this morning. So, uh, you know, I, I I know that Mike wasn't happy with the film and, and, and uh, you know, but but 
it's a uh, we're very we're very capable of running what we're running and i i don't know why we we i mean i i could show you why on a film right but but uh and, and it just kind of grew like adam's no adam's is not bad let me tell you they're right. they are not bad they are not bad uh but they are not east noble either right so um you know and then i think lennon got a little rattled he got a lot of rattled last night and and uh we just need to have short memories man i mean football is a game where you're going to have about 70 to 80 offensive snaps and uh 70 or 80 defensive snaps and and uh you know you're they're not all going to be perfect and you're going to have you know, guys are going to drop the ball. Guys are going to miss blocks. Now, hopefully not seven in a row like right. we did last night. But um, it it uh, you, you got to have a short memory. You know, uh, one of my favorite quarterbacks was Jim McMahon. He just had, and it wasn't because he played for the Bears or he just had that attitude. Like you know, okay, yeah. you know, and he was a tough guy. You yeah. know, and I'm not. You know, saying that Lennon should go around a headbutt lineman like Jim McMahon did because he does have mental issues. But, uh, you know, he just had that persona, and guys would have fought for Jim McMahon. Right. You know, they would have stepped in front of a train for Jim McMahon. And, um, you know, he just had that personality. And, and you know, when I think about my, my own two sons who played quarterback, two totally different types of players – and personalities. Jack was going to be a Jim McMahon. Joe wanted no part of that. Uh, he wanted to get the ball and get to anybody, like hot potato. How can I get it as fast to everybody else besides me running right. it? Um, but the thing about Joe was he knew where he was going with the ball. He I mean, pre-snap read, here's where I'm going with the ball. And these are things that we, we need to learn with, with this number five uh, is – you know he's the guy. There's no, there's no more looking over your shoulder. And Lennon Kriegbaum is Plymouth's starting quarterback, right. as he called himself QB one. I think the other night and, and during picture night. So uh, we just need to have a short memory. You know, yeah. I mean, because we do, because we're not, we're not putting anybody else in. <laughs> he's, he's the guy. So <laughs> you got to get your guys going. You know, like okay, you dropped the ball. Go over there, pat him on the rear end, get the next one. You know, you mm-hmm. missed a block. All right, hey, don't do that again. You know, that kind of hurts when I get hit blindsided by this <laughs> on a defensive end. Um, so it's that maturation. You know, he, you know, Lennon needs to step into this role. You are QB one at Plymouth, and we do expect you to make plays because he's he's. We've seen it. Yeah. You know, we've seen it for the last two months. I mean, yeah. he's very capable, uh, and he. You know, last night he did. He didn't have a chance. You know, this isn't on Lennon. This is this wasn't a lack of effort for, by Lennon's part. I mean, you can't run the offense when you're running from you know, lions trying to eat you, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what was going yeah. on last night. So I, he got frustrated, and you know, and and uh, and then you know, I'm frustrated watching the film and watching it live. It was, uh, but I didn't really know exactly what the issue was last night. But you turn the film on, and it was it was lack of effort. I, I, I there, there's just no. There's, I, I know our kids have been coached better by Mike, and, and uh, so that's the takeaway from last night. Is that your line has to to step up and we need to compete? Yeah. yeah, we need to we need to compete. You're there to block people, you know. <laughs> yeah. And a running back doesn't get the ball; he needs to go block someone or act like he's running the ball. Don't, don't take two steps and stop. I mean, we you just put a bullseye on where the ball is when there's no fakes or it's just effort, you know, and. 
a lot of those guys on that side of the ball, they're one-way players. It's not like Devontae and Mills and Sheely and Deerfield. Those those guys are going to be exhausted. They're not getting blows. These guys, they're playing 70 snaps. Those other guys I just named, they're playing 150. So the effort should be there, you know. And right now in our program, we don't have enough depth to push these guys. So we're trying to create it. That's that's the goal right now is let's let's get these other guys healthy and, and maybe we need to look at some other people at some other positions. Uh, competition is always good. Oh, yeah. And some of these positions have been handed to guys because there's nobody else there. I mean, when I say nobody, we had one running back last night because of a plethora of reasons. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so – I don't know. I, mean, I, I remember Bill Sharp told me one time, uh, he said, the greatest motivator of my program is 85 guys on the sideline. Because yeah. <laughs> if you aren't going to do it, I got 20 more that will. Yeah. So you step up and you play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of Bill Sharpisms out there. Man. Uh, but, yeah, no, no, no doubt. I mean, so um, I don't know. There's no other way to spin it. I mean, if you're, if you're talking about evaluating last night, that's what last night was. You know, it was uh, – we got manhandled up front. That's got to be frustrating to you guys oh. as coaches, too, because, you know, I'm thinking that I, if I'm coming to the game, even the coaching staff, I want to watch Michael Sheely play. Yeah. I want to watch Devontae get the ball. I, you got guys that Lennon didn't have to worry about being the show either. you no. got some skill guys that can play. You're exactly right. You're, you're exactly right. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's right. I mean, you know, Mike's calling the plays last night. I'm like, holy cow, this is not going to be a good ride home. I mean, he's going <laughs> to – yeah, it's like you. What do you call when you're you can't function? Yeah, if you can't function up, if you're not blocking people up front, you can't function. I don't care what offense you're running, and we and it, and it's not like we were calling things that we've never called. It, right. We didn't. I mean, we threw in an empty package last night because we didn't have any other running backs put in the game, and all we did was just take our running back and move him to one of those and try to throw the ball to the guys you just talked about. Yeah. Uh, but it's compete was the word. And we that's there was just some plays that we didn't compete. Now not not every play. We looked solid up front against Laporte and it was a three man front. Right. But um we didn't do that against Adams. And that was the that was the last taste in my mouth. That's who we played last. So that's why you're getting this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's about <laughs> Hey man, it's it is what it is. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a good poker player. So, uh, yeah. But I'm. 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 I, I'm. I'm. You have good film. Like. Like. If we didn't experience that, I, I'm glad we experienced that last night right. and not seven days from last night. Right. So. So yeah. So do your job, John. Yeah. Here it is. So coach them up, and that's that's what we do. We coach them up, and you know, much like the. The, the issues in the in the backfield, I mean, we've got guys up front that they should be where they're at. Like, those are our best players up there. And we got some guys that are pushing them. Uh, and we do have some ability to, to move some people around. But, um, you know, they, they were the starting five last night for a reason. Those are yeah. the best five guys that we felt like we could compete with. And there just were some plays that, were not acceptable from our standards of, of blocking. Yeah. Um, 
at least get in the way. Right. <laughs> I yeah. mean, seriously, like yeah. if, 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 if I'm running the ball, if you at least get in that guy's way, I can, I can do my thing. Right. But we can't get the ball to 13 and 88 and, and 12. And, you know, I mean, we, we, we just can't we, we, because he's running for his life. Yeah. So, you know, coaching the game as long as I have and being the father of two Plymouth quarterbacks, I understand the concept of, yeah, you're going to get the blame every stinking time. Yeah. After Coach Barron, it's going to be whoever the, whoever the quarterback is. And it's, it isn't fair, but that's just football. It's been from day one that football was ever invented, it's the quarterback, you know. If our quarterback plays well, I guarantee it. We're saying, yeah, our little offense looked really great last night. And But then you go, well, wait a minute. Why was he running around? Oh, I, I, I see why. We, we, we just stood there and let guys go around us, and we can't function, and people are getting in the way. And um, So, yeah, it's, it's, a, and it's a role that Lennon will be – he'll be fine doing. Right. Uh, he got frustrated last night because he couldn't do his job. Right. You can't do your job when you're running for your life. That's that's no fun. Now you got to, we, we, you got some experience out wide, but yeah. in the middle of that in skilled land. Uh, you mentioned the running back. Uh, you're going to have to. Well, I mean, you had to last year too. Ivan got mm-hmm. hurt, mm-hmm. Uh, but you got a quarterback who's playing his first full varsity season. You're going to have a running back as well. Have you sorted out that situation? Or? Yeah, I mean, we you know Quentin Heine right now is the guy, and. Uh, you know, it's a position that is going to be—it's going to be under a microscope because we've got to get good play out of that position. You know, Plymouth doesn't function as an offense if we don't have a tough, no hard-nosed. I'm gonna—I'm I'm 120 percent on every play, whether I have the ball or not. I'm gonna block. I'm gonna carry out fakes. I'm gonna run hard. I'm gonna carry. I'm gonna hold on to the ball. Uh, yeah, we got a ton of injuries there right now too. So. Um, Quentin was really the only varsity running back we had available to us last night. So get a couple guys healthy and, and back back to school, and, and uh, you know, you never know. But, yeah. uh, you know, Quentin's a senior. He's worked awfully hard. He's overcome, you know, he had some foot surgery that he's dealt with. You know, he's a, he's a move in from Pioneer a couple of years ago and, you know, tasted success down there with the Kaiser kid, wins a couple state championships. So, He's been around a winning program in, in Pioneer, and Adam Barry's a really good coach. Um, but we, we need we need more out of him right now. Like that, that's the bottom line. We need more out of him. He's a big, strong big kid. kid too. Yeah, strong, big kid. Uh, kids like him. You know, he – yeah, he's he, he knows what he wants to do. And uh, sometimes kids' perception of working hard and our perception of working hard are two different things. And – but the film don't lie, so we have film. <laughs> so uh, he's he's our guy right now. Yeah, and, and he will be until he's not, and only he's going to control that. So you got some young guys. You think maybe it was a game speed thing, or or because it, it is different <clears throat> when you get the adrenaline flowing and it's not a scrimmage, and you know it's for a little bit of something. That becomes a different animal. Oh yeah, you know we have we have twenty three freshmen. Uh, 17 sophomores and nine juniors. Uh, well, we have only eight juniors available to play because one of them, he has, you know, McCrum has been, he had shoulder surgery last, I don't know, spring. And so he's out for indefinitely. But 
Um, we played a lot of young guys last night. I mean, I, we were the only team that had freshmen there. Right. And uh, but you, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not but gonna. Your s- freshman class is a good class. Yeah, they're I, gonna be a I, good class. I promise you, I will not say that every Saturday. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not. I mean, it. You sound like these people that you know these AAU travel. <laughs> basketball and baseball teams well we played up i got a nine-year-old playing against an 18 year old so and it's like well why are you playing you got beat 48 to nothing in a baseball game or 50 to 2 in a basketball game how many times have i seen that over the years in the summer like this makes a lot of sense so uh so if you're gonna do it then do it don't 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 whine about it we did it we canceled our freshman season because we got nine we have eight available juniors two of them have never played so we really have six uh so we felt like let's play a saturday schedule because our freshmen are talented they're big strong kids and um that was their first taste of playing you know i, I can't say that they we played 11 times this summer against team now it wasn't full tackle right. it was quick whistle yeah but it was still against 18 19 year old men and that's that's what they're playing against so right. Um, you know, nobody really asks you what grades you're in. If you've got a starting lineup, hey, coach, what grades are these guys in? I don't know. They're part of the team. So they've done a great job. Really, really, the, the freshmen are awesome. Uh, they, they work hard. They're, they're into it, man. I mean, they've got – they stick together, and, and they've got a chance every year. Um, and they're under some good I, – I love our seniors. Our guys are they're – they're great leaders. They, they care about the younger kids. They're nice kids. You know, they work hard. And, um, you know, that's a good leadership class. And, and you know, our, our juniors are very talented. I mean, you're talking about Sheely has started as a, as a sophomore. Um, uh, well, maybe we're just talking about Sheely. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, the other guys, they're, they're players. I mean, you know, Chavez is back out. McCrum's hurt. Pletcher will be our starting center. Um, Sullivan plays hard. Landon Harness uh, is is a new kid who I, who I love. I, he works so hard. He's never played football in his life. Right. And then Janda, he's the he's the uh, you know we talked about him as a starter last night. And Garrett will be our kicker. Um, that that that's them. Ber- Alan Barrera will be a starter, and he didn't start last year at all. He played JV, but he's got a bad wheel right now. So um, you know for. Fifty percent of the the juniors, they're, they're when they're all healthy, they'll be a big part of what we do right. on Friday nights in our program as we move forward into their senior year. But um, you know, obviously, nine is not typically what Plymouth has in a right. class. So, you know, you'd like to have around fifteen seniors and then twenty to twenty-five on every class underneath right. that. Twenty-five freshmen because they typically play their own schedule right. by themselves. And if you have 20 after that, I think that's good. If you get to 20 seniors, is 20 seniors is a lot of people for me to keep happy. I think 15, <laughs> 14 is a good number right now. I like these that number. But, uh, no, Rusty, I you know, we've had a great summer. I mean, are you kidding? Last year was a, a circus in our entire country. And, and, and last year was – it was a debacle, in my, my opinion. It was, you know, we just – Till we could figure things out, and I got sick, and Mike got sick. We canceled three games, and you know we uh, we got that big one at New, you know, against New Prairie, and and then we ran against a good CMA team, and we didn't compete that night. But you know, it was it was, you know, I never want to experience what I experienced <laughs> in Middlebury again, having a running clock. But uh, hopefully that never happens to us again. But um, you know, 
you live and learn. I learned a lot from last year too. So, yeah. um, you know, hopefully we can all stay healthy and, and who knows, you yeah. know, I mean, we, you know, Marshall County health department said some things about that COVID. <laughs> so we, we may be changing the way we do things pretty quickly. Oh, good. Can't wait for that. Uh, one more quick break, and then I want to come back and talk for uh, the rest of the time about East Noble. Okay. Uh, I know you haven't had a lot of chance to look at them, but... Um, Enough to make me not sleep. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> so uh, stay tuned. All right. Are you looking for new insurance? Whether it be for auto, home, farm, or any type of insurance, Michiana Insurance in Plymouth is an independent insurance agent that can help you get the right price for the right service. You'll receive the personal touch you expect from your neighborhood insurance agent. Stop in at Michiana Insurance today at 818 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth or call 574-936-2700. McCullough Real Estate is a family-owned and operated real estate office in Plymouth since 1978. Whether you're looking to buy your forever home or selling residential or commercial property, McCullough Real Estate is the real estate company for you. McCullough Real Estate offers professional and courteous service and can handle all of your real estate needs. McCullough Real Estate is located at 1509 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth or can be reached by calling 936-9797. That's McCullough Real Estate, 936-9797. Our bodies work hard for us. They deserve attention and care. Now it's time to take care of yourself and schedule the elective surgery you've postponed. The doctors at St. Joseph Health System are ready to help you safely take that next step. We are here to help you enjoy your life, free from pain. Don't delay. Consult with your doctor to schedule your surgery. Do it for yourself, your loved ones, and get back to your best health. Go to sjmed.com doctors. Schedule your appointment today. It was the happiest day of your life. Now share that happiness with everybody. Let us wish you a happy anniversary on What's Your Opinion and be eligible for the monthly drawing of $50 from the Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. Send your name and your special date or that of a special couple you know to join the fun. Call 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647. You can also email at WTCA at AM1050.com or drop it off at the WTCA studios at 112 West Washington Street in Plymouth. Then listen to What's Your Opinion weekday mornings at 9 a.m. on WTCA. This is your Saturday morning Coach's Corner with Rusty Nixon. And now it's time to get back to Rusty and his guests. And we're with football head coach John Bear. We've solved everything now, yes, so we can we, we can go home and feel good about everything. Uh, let's talk about East Noble. I know uh, uh, they're a football school every year. Yeah. I mean, even if they're having a, a down year for them, it's probably six wins, and oh, you know easily. they're yeah. they're going to come and play you. Yeah, Luke Amstutz is. Uh, Really, really good coach. Yeah, Kendallville. They they play good football. They have ever since I've been at Plymouth. Yeah. And, and when Tom Conan was our head coach, and we played in some really big games uh, against uh, state championship East Noble team in the semi state, and a couple of big regional games too. Uh, and then you know they got in our sectional. So they're a really good football program. They are. And and uh, he's got a couple of classes that back to back you know like we've had before that 
you know, you yeah. just reload, man. Yeah. And and uh, the only inexperience he has is that quarterback. But this, he's got a ton of talent. You know, he's got a big tackle. He's the biggest kid Plymouth people will oh, see. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, he's, he's I enormous. think he's listed at six eight, three twenty five. Yeah, and he's every bit of that. Oh yeah. Um, and and he's a he's a Cincinnati recruit. You think he's committed to Cincinnati? Um, they've got a wide receiver safety uh, that's been offered by all of the academies. So, you know, Air Force and Navy and, right. and uh, you know, Army. And and, um, and then he's got, he's got some really good players, like, that have been three-year starters. And two years ago, when these kids were sophomores, um, six of the sophomore class started in the state championship game. They were state runners-up two years ago. And so these kids are now seniors. So – they got a lot of experience, and uh, they're the best team that we've seen all summer and including last night, without, without a doubt. I watched a little bit of their film. I don't know why, before I went to bed last <laughs> night because it came across as a trade, and, you know, I, and I knew going in. They're, I mean, they're going to be a handful, right. you know, but, you know, we're, we're, we're playing at home, and, and uh, you know, I, I would think that it would be a great environment for our kids to play in and, and give and compete, you know, and and uh, we'll ha- we'll have a game plan for them, you know, and and um, you know I'm glad we started school last week uh, and get that get that routine going, so our kids can start to understand the flow of that routine and and how, as we were talking about earlier, important it is to get, you know, just get 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 to bed and and start eating, you know, better and and. And we've been talking about that since we started two-a-day camp a couple weeks ago. But, uh, yeah, they're talented. They're big, and they got a really explosive running back. Um, their linebackers fly to the ball. They, they, got, they got a lot of size. And they, they'll challenge us. They're, they're, they go fast. You know, last year I think we jumped off sides nine times. So I'm going to give our guys a couple. And after that, we may just call like six timeouts in a row if I have six. I don't have six, but we like do, we're gonna do down ups like right on the field. Like we're just gonna, we're just gonna condition right now. But uh, yeah, but but it's easy it's easy for me to sit here and say that. Another thing to get off the ball quick, but also listen to the snap count because they're really good at it. Yeah. So Luke's a great play caller. You know, he's an offensive minded guy. He's a great play caller as a head coach, and um, it'll be a great challenge. I mean, I think they're preseason top. Not top five, but maybe five or six. But they're they're probably going to be one of the top teams in four A, and uh, be a great great way to start our season with a win against them. But it's going to take a great effort. I mean, we're going to have right. to compete, and and uh, it's time for these seniors now and these guys that we've talked about to to do what they you know what they've prepared for. And uh, I know they're excited. I know our senior class is ready ready to compete and lead and. And do all those things, and and uh, and I'm excited to watch them. You know, I I really am. So, um, you know, hopefully we get get a normal week again, and 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 can can really put on a good show on on Friday. Thank you for coming in, man. Yeah, appreciate it's great. it. It's great. This feels normal. This does it feels normal. It's nice, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it is. It's it's very nice. It's it's uh you know we've we we. We did get a half a weekend without any COVID restrictions at school, and I, and I don't know how long that's going to happen. I, I didn't listen to your show about the COVID, <laughs> but it was yesterday, fun. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Fun is. 
If we could just keep politics out of things, this life would be so much better for our kids. But be better for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> what don't you talk about, John? You don't talk about politics and religion. Yes, you're right. <clears throat> there. Stick to the football stuff. You're right there. Some people don't think I know what I'm doing when I do that. <laughs> oh well, it's good to be back, Russ. It is it's great to be part of WTCA Coach's Corner again, and hopefully, it's uh, you know, it's it's going to be a great year, and um, you know, I. I Always excited to get back on the sidelines. It's always great to be around the kids and the coaches. And we got a great team mom in Darling Deerfield. She's awesome. Our, yeah. our parents have been so awesome this summer. And and with the all the meals they've already pre- prepared and and how hard they worked for our fundraisers, it's been great. It really has. And uh, I'm looking forward to continue building those relationships with them. Plymouth head coach John Barron, don't forget, join us every week. He's with us starting at 8 o'clock right here. And uh, have yourselves a great weekend. That's going to do it for this week. Michiana Insurance, 818 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth, is an independent insurance agent that can offer you the right coverage with that personal touch you would expect from your neighborhood insurance agent. All types of insurance are offered from automobile, business and commercial, recreational vehicles, homeowners, bonds, life, motorcycles, farm, and even watercraft and boats. Call today, 574-936-2700, and receive the right price for the right service. Michiana Insurance in Plymouth. You've been listening to the Saturday Morning Coach's Corner on your home for Plymouth Sports, WTCA. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend.